feels good to be back in the closet. You know, this is one of my favorite places to hang out. I know. I think we've established the Goldens like closets. Very much so. Hi, guys. Uh, we've been... It's we, been a minute. It has. It's been a hot, hot minute. Blame it on Emma. I have nothing to do with it. She's 100%. been very busy. She's been traveling. I've been traveling, but the the first two times, the first two weekends that we were totally ready and set up to do a podcast, um, every Sunday for like three or four weekends in a row, it was a horrible storm. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So the first... the. The whole thing that set it off was that horrifying storm in Dallas that was essentially like a microburst. Um, and I got caught in it on the tollway on my way to my parents' house to record the podcast. And I had to talk her all the way home, make her get off the toll road, sit in the parking lot, keep her on the phone, talk her back on the service road and down to the light, make the turn and get to our house. <laughs> it was so scary. It was so scary. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to be out driving in that. I no. would have been talking to myself the entire time and muttering and probably squealing. And that's pretty much what I was doing, <laughs> but I had you on the line the whole time. Yeah. Like, I remember I just stopped talking. Did you? I don't remember that. Yeah. Like and you, I just kept going? Yeah. Well, that's typical. <laughs> <laughs> like, you kept, you know, trying to soothe me and calm me down, and I just couldn't use my words. That's how scary it was. Yeah, it was pretty intense. I mean, I'm pretty dramatic, but... I was I'm not dramatizing. No, you wouldn't that. want to be out in that storm. No. You just got you know, you you're lucky that you got as far as you did when it really started intensifying because yes. you weren't too far from it. No, house. I was like I was two exits away. Um and I was able to get off the road. But anyway, so by the time I got to Ellen's abode, the power was out. And my computer wasn't oh, that's charged. Right. It went out for six hours. Yeah, and my computer wasn't charged up, so we couldn't do the podcast. And then the next weekend, on Sunday, it stormed again, yeah, so not, I didn't even come out bad, here. Still, yeah, intense. And then I think the third weekend I was just lazy, and then this last weekend I was taking myself on my solo getaway. Yes, I knew you had gone somewhere, but yeah. I, how soon we forget. How soon? Yes. Um, so here, we're back. Welcome. Um, if you're just tuning in and you're just hearing about this for the first time, I'm Emma, and this is my mom. Ellen. And we basically, not basically, we literally take readers' questions from my blog. Um, I've had a blog for about 10 years, and they write in life advice questions, and Ellen and I answer it from our two different perspectives, um, and it's a riot, Alice. Is it? <laughs> I mean, I think it's pretty fucking entertaining. Sometimes it can be, and sometimes maybe not so much. No, I think every episode has been pretty clutch. Well, I'm biased, You know, though. I'm my own worst critic, so... You take after your mother? No, I guess not if you think they're all great. Um, no, I, I am. I'm my, That's right. Keep that positive attitude. I'm my own worst enemy, and it's terrible, and I do get that from Ditto. you. Ditto. Ditto. I know. Congratulations to the U.S. women's soccer team. Yes, go America. Woohoo! It's Sunday, July 7th, and we just won. We decided that instead of celebrating that, we would just come right into the closet. Yeah, we like to get into the closet. <laughs> To ponder. Yeah, to just... And absorb. Yeah. And then comment. Exactly. We had a big 4th of July weekend, and by big, I mean, it wasn't big at all. That's but right. Allie was here with her wife. We have been hanging out and eating for basically four days. That's correct. 
I've been treating it kind of like a staycation in Plano. Nothing wrong with that. If you saw my bathroom upstairs, you'd be very upset. Uh, I've been upstairs, and basically you girls always treat me like I'm a hotel. And it's really frustrating and aggravating and disrespectful, and there's nothing I can do about it. So I've just decided to go ahead and strip the beds and start acting like it's time to get out the door. <laughs> you and your sister and your dogs. Goodbye. I think what also has put us on this uh, podcast hiatus is the fact that I was really going for it on Hinge, the dating app, for a few weeks there. I encouraged her to do that because I just thought maybe this time she'll be lucky. Maybe this time he'll stay. Maybe this time for the first time love won't hurry away. <laughs> What's that song? That's from Cabaret. Liza Minnelli Of course it. it is. <laughs> Well, uh, I always like those sad songs that say I'm not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> what does that say about you? A lot. Um, <laughs> but you, that song was very hopeful. And um, this go around on Hinge started out what I thought was very promising. But basically, it's the same old shit. And <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. And I'm, I'm off of Hinge. I'm off of apps. I'm getting to the point where it's getting more difficult to handle you know, when you confide in me, it's just, oh, well, I just want to take, some I know of because these you, men. because you get so emotionally Ooh, involved men, they're, they're just, they're not men. They're not men. They're not men. They're children. Some girl said to me the other day, I was hanging out with like 27 year olds and she was like, yeah, all men are, all men are just like worthless until 30. And I was like, let me tell you something, <laughs> honey. She needs to correct that. Statement. Yeah. I was like, um, they're pretty much worthless. Like, I like until them. they I die. Like men. I, like I love men. them. You just, there's just, it's finding a needle in a haystack. It really, it, I, I, that's why it continuously blows my mind that people actually end up together. Like I cannot, it's hard for me to even fathom that. Well, they do. And, and sometimes it takes, or what's the word? Sometimes it, cut that out i don't want to do this <laughs> what luck of the draw no no not luck of the draw no i mean people end up together it's just a process sometimes and then other people just meet and that's that and it's very easy and fast and you can't figure it out so don't even try yeah um but yeah so i'm off of apps uh fuck apps i'm done i don't believe in them all of you pieces who say that you went on one date off of Hinge and Bumble, and oh my God, he ended up being the one, and now you're married. I don't Some, know how that happened. Something is wrong with your story. No, I don't know how that and happened. And I don't believe you. I just can't believe some of the guys that get on there and leave out very important pieces of information that they don't tell you until a couple dates in, like they might be allergic to something, like a pet. Oh, you mean like <laughs> someone who might tell you 24 hours before a date after they've been talking to you for five consecutive days about like really deep stuff, and your profile picture on Hinge was you and a dog? They're suddenly like, I'm deathly allergic to dogs and cats. So uh, I've done this before, and I don't think I should do it again. So why did you get on there to begin with? That's my question. And why wouldn't you say up front, I'm allergic to fill in the blank? Right. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm not giving this guy any airwave time. Let's just move but on. But yes, that is a true story, and um, I will probably write about it. I will write about it in my book. And when is that book being published? Um. I think the first the first question should be, when is that book being written? No, I'm just going to jump ahead like you did write it or are in the process of. I Don't answer the question okay. because, you know, it's just rhetorical. Not rhetorical. What is it? Um, 
stupid. <laughs> so this week, Ellen, I'm going to let you do the honors of reading the question. Don't say her name. I won't. There you go. Let's fucking go. First of all, I just love this podcast and love you guys so much. Thank you. Wow, thanks. My question for you is, what do you say when you're not into a guy you went on a date or two with? How do you quote-unquote break it off while still being kind? I've been dating a decent amount this year, and I feel like with these apps, you can only get so far through text, so I prefer to meet and see how it goes. Very smart. I'm also a strong believer in second dates. First dates can be awkward, and unless you know it is a hard no, most guys deserve a second date. True. The problem is, once you go on the second date and decide you aren't into him, what are some polite ways to cut it off? I really struggle with it and try to imagine being on the other end and what I'd want to hear, but either way, it kind of sucks. Thanks, ladies, and keep on being badass bitches. We will, and we hope that you continue to be a badass bitch as well. Um, and if you're not going to go on a second date, you already are a bitch, so that's great. Yeah. <laughs> you're already halfway there. <laughs> um, so... First, I, I want to say that I love your approach with text can only take you so far. It's very true. Um, and even though, like, a lot of times on these apps, these guys, guys and girls both, like, everyone's guilty of this, kind of let it turn into this weird, like, pen pal thing. Like, just writing back and forth instead of actually meeting. Um, I, I just think it's so smart that you're like, let's just meet and see if there's actually a spark. Like, we don't need to be texting or whatever. I agree with that. And my opinion on texting is so many things can be misread. And I'm so glad when I was dating I didn't have to do that because I probably would be uh, curled up in a corner somewhere rocking back and forth sucking my thumb and thinking I was the worst person in the world because I would take it all so personally. Yes, like, and that's exactly (laughs) what I do. Like, that's how I react. It's terrible. Especially because you don't know each other's tone of voice. And yet I encourage you to continue to self-punish. I know. By getting on the apps. Not anymore. Good. You're you're, done. Like, you're on on board with me now about the apps. I'm totally on board with you. We're done with apps. Yeah. You want this girl, you need to come look for her. Yes. But I completely hear where you're coming from. And it is incredibly awkward. Um, And I've been talking about this with my friends and family lately. Especially because, like I said, I was on a hinge binge, if you will, uh, for the past, I don't know, a couple of months, Just I guess. Just give it a spin to see if it would work out. That's all. You put your your foot back in the in the uh, wading pool. Thank you. Um, that and sounded wrong, but it, you know well, what Well, I mean. wading rhymes with dating, so that's kind of cute. The dating wading pool. I like that. Okay. I totally agree with you that if, unless the first date is like an absolute fuck no, there's no even glimmer of hope or reason that I would ever want to see this person again, then yes, people do deserve a second date. And I think after the second date, I will be the first to admit I have ghosted people and it's really shitty. Um, It's horrible behavior. I don't think anyone should do it. I don't give a shit if you've only been on two dates and you quote unquote don't owe each other anything. I just think that's such a cop out and, um, I did it with at least two guys this past round of dating apps and I just felt like total shit and I would end up actually texting them, you know, like a week. But what did you tell them so later? Um, So so I'll tell you this one guy, I just, we went on one date and it was a good date, but, and it seems 
it seems like ridiculous and dramatic to say that after one date, you just know that there's not a connection, but like, I just knew. And, um, I, and I left that date. I wasn't feeling like super excited. I was like, well, that was a nice date, but I wasn't giddy or like, oh my gosh, I hope he texts me when I get home, you know, anything like that. Um, well, that's really all you can go by is your gut. Yeah. After one date. Right. If you weren't looking forward to hearing from him, then you know that you don't care if you hear from him. So she would give him a second chance, even if she felt that way is what it sounds like to me. Right. But then you really have to extricate yourself because one date is one date, but two is saying, oh, well, I might be interested a little bit. Right. So he did follow up and he asked me to do something like the following Thursday and I said, okay, but then another guy asked me to do something and I was more interested in him and so I canceled on the original guy um, and, you know, told him it was about work. I mean, I'm fully admitting to being a lying asshole right now. And and then he kept following up with me like, oh, I hope like work was better today. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? I think it's fine to use the work excuse. Everybody does. I know. You have to use something. You do. While you're thinking and collecting your thoughts about how you're going to exactly. tell him, how you're going to tell somebody. I don't want to go out with you again. Yes, and I and I that's exactly like I use it kind of to buy myself time. I'm like, okay, how am I gonna phrase this? I would do that. Yeah, but I let it go on like a week. Like he kept trying to reach out, and then it got to the point where he would, you know, check in with me, and it was one of those things. You looked at our text thread, and he had written like the last four times, and I hadn't said anything. That's not good. I know. And then he finally was like, okay, well, I'm really confused, but, and that's really all he said. And I was like. I was actually with friends in that moment, and they said, stop being an asshole, write him back. And so I wrote him back, and I was super forthright. Like, I, I was just completely honest. I said, hey, I, I've been ghosting you, and it's been really shitty of me. I'm so sorry. Um, I had such a good time on our date, but I just didn't feel the connection I'm looking for. That's a good way to put it. And I think that's all I said. And you know what he, did I tell you what he said back to me? No, you never did. Oh, my God. All he said back was, LOL, yeah, okay. Well, honey, you, you strung him along for a week. Like, his feelings were a little bit hurt. Well, of course. But, like, it just, him saying, LOL, yeah, okay. I'm like, what do you, if, to me, that read like, yeah, okay, I don't buy that. And I'm like, I couldn't, I could not have been more honest with you. About why I I said I oh, didn't see, feel a connection. I interpreted that like <laughs> you're just another bitch. Okay, whatever. Okay, well maybe that maybe that was it too. I mean, one and the same, basically. Um, I wouldn't worry about it. It's already happened a few weeks ago. I think so. That's you already so, hit the nail on the head. Okay, the nail on the head is you need to say I wasn't feeling it. Mm -hmm. Is that are those the words you use? Um, I, I I I I like to say. Um, I didn't feel the kind of connection, the connection I, that's either I'm it. looking for or the connection I'm after. And like, they can't, I mean, I, I was nervous he was going to dispute it or argue that and be like, well, how could you know that after one date? Yada, yada. I was but, just going to go there. Yeah. I would just, if somebody said, if they got ugly or not ugly, but just kind of attitudinal because they couldn't just accept that, I would just say, have you never gone with your gut? That's what my gut's telling me. I don't think there's anything else to say. Yeah. Good luck to you. Goodbye to you. I'm out of here. Yes. <laughs> um, or I, I just remember this too. Um, so another situation I had on this hinge experience is I went on one date and it was good. And I was definitely more excited about him than the guy that I just talked about. Um, and then we made dinner plans for as a second date. And so we went to dinner 
And as soon as we parked right next to each other, which was like bizarre because it was a big parking lot and he was still waiting in his car. And I know it was kind of weird. He's <laughs> counting down to see how, you know, decide should I go in now and be the first or should I wait or what? I wish he had just, he just got in. Um, so we got out of our cars at the same time. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, no, I'm getting back in my car. <laughs> The door isn't quite shut. I'm just going to pull it open. I'm going to say I forgot something. In. I forgot something and then screech out and drive <laughs> off. I love that visual. <laughs> um, so we, and we went to dinner and it just, it just got worse and worse. Like throughout the dinner. He, I mean, such a nice dude, but. Um, when you got out of the car and you didn't want to go to dinner, were you even able to eat? I wouldn't have even been able to choke down my food. Yeah. <clears> like, excuse me. I mean, I choked it down. I wasn't. I think any appetite I had kind of went away. I would be like, I just want this to be over. Oh, God, is it time to leave And that's kind of how I was. And I, <laughs> I, I knew that I was in a really bad situation on the second date when it's like everyone who walked into the restaurant, I was like, oh, God, please don't be someone I know. <laughs> I don't want someone to see me here with this guy and think I, like I get that. we're dating. Um, but he hated, he told me he hates seafood. Um, when he was eating, he got the food like all over his mouth. Don't, don't say anything else. Let's not. Let's not waste time on him. Okay, just one more thing. And he made, like, three comments about the money and prices on the menu. So so this actually went super... This is, like, the ideal so situation. So basically your first instinct when you got out of the car was correct. I, A man who mutters about the pricing of things, I would just have said something right out loud. Like, you know you're saying that out loud, right? I totally should have, but I think I just knew I was over it and I wasn't going to see him again, so I just let it go. You know what you could have said? Uh, you're not going to like this, but uh, you're talking about the price of things, and I can hear you, so I'm going to make this easy for you. Throw a 20 down, say, this is my contribution to dinner. We don't need to do this. Get up and walk out. Start being even more honest. Yeah. If I carried cash, I'd do that. And you never carry cash out. No, because, because there's Venmo. Oh, I don't want to hear about this. I should have just sent him a Venmo Let's at the table. Let's get this young lady um, Okay, okay. Well, but, so what I was saying, my whole point with this second 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 date situation is that he knew like he could just he he knew um at the end of the meal he was like what are you doing this weekend and I kind of hesitated and was like oh I don't really know I think I have something but I can't remember and he's like we should do something Friday or Saturday let me know and I was like okay and that's how it was and he fucking knew and I we have not spoken since we drove away and that is the ideal scenario so you don't have to deal with it here's my answer when you go on the second date and you know you're not feeling it, I think you should just look at them and say, I have a two-date policy because usually the first date you can't decide what your gut is telling you. I don't feel a connection. I'm going to be honest with you. And I don't, I don't think there's going to be a, there's not going to be a third date. Or I... You can just say I don't feel a connection, I don't feel but a con like this has been so nice and thank you for dinner. Something like that. Like or it, I'm glad I went on the second date, and I just, there's no reason, I just, I don't know how, how else you could say, except there's no connection, and, uh, I think, can I play yes. devil's advocate, though, for my generation, you is that, you can do whatever you want, honey, <laughs> um, until I tell you that you cannot, okay, um, I think it's way more likely that she would go on a second date, know that she doesn't want to see him again, there is no connection, maybe get out of it with, like, a simple kiss goodnight, and then when he followed up, that's when she, I want to, I want to give her a line, like arm her with a, a response when he reaches out to see her again. 
And I think it goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. It's just a very simple, hey, like I'm so flattered. I had such a good time. I just don't feel the connection that I'm looking for. You know, thank you for dinner or something. I don't think you need to say I'm flattered. Well, I guess I'm just saying if he's like, oh my God, I had the best time. I just, you're so great. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't pay you compliments. I think you should just say, I, I, I have a two date policy because you're never quite sure the first time you meet someone. I don't, I don't feel a connection. Good luck to you. I'm going to keep looking. I hope you are too. Yeah. Something like that. You don't have to say the two date policy thing. I don't, I, don't I like think that. you do have to say it. I don't like it. Why? Because that lets him know exactly there's not going to be a third. Not, oh, I just, I don't know. I just didn't feel a connection. Say you have a two-day. Because if it were me, I'd be like, well, if you didn't have a connection, why did you go out on the second date with me after you met me? Yeah. That's why I'm saying that. Yeah. I guess maybe, like, the two-date thing can come after. She can be like, I didn't feel a connection. Blah. I think she's going to figure out with the baseline we've given her what she needs to say for I her. agree. And I think just... Let us know what you come up with. Emma might have to use it. Whatever you do and however it happens, just be honest and straightforward. I think that's the biggest piece of advice. And not real apologetic and don't say too much. Yeah, it's like how just women... Just say enough. It's like how women say sorry constantly throughout the day for the stupidest shit. Like, don't apologize for not feeling a connection. Because you're not sorry. You're relieved you don't have to see him again. Exactly. All in all, though, I just want to reiterate that I'm very proud of you for being on the apps and getting away from texting and meeting in person. You're doing the dating thing right. And so I wish you the best of luck and I hope that you know, you meet someone fucking great. We wish you the best of luck and hope you don't end up dating a schmuck. Oh, wow. New rhyme. Thank you. That's a new cadence for today. Woo-hoo! Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that you now know how to get out of second, third, fourth, fifth dates that uh, don't go well. And please subscribe to our podcast on uh, Apple Podcasts. And if you have a question that you want Ellen and I to answer, email me at emmasthing at gmail.com and we will talk to you next time.